0: As the executive director of the Riverview International Center, I love starting any conversation with asking you to to take a moment and imagine, imagine moving to a foreign country, getting there with little money, no car, no job lined up, kids aren't in school yet, you don't know the next step because honestly, you don't even know where the first step begins. And that's where the Riverview International Center comes in to help bridge that gap, offer assistance to everything from basic questions uh, to school benefits to job search and help get new Americans, immigrants and refugees on their feet so that they can become very successful contributing members uh, of the Columbus community. And I'm so proud of the fact that I'm able to use the principles and techniques I learned at the Fisher College of Business Executive MBA to further the Riverview International Center mission and assist more new Americans and more efficiently.
1: Welcome to Alumni Conversation where we talk to our alumni from our executive education degree programs. Today, I have the pleasure of being with Jeremy Ellison, who is Executive MBA Class of 2020. Welcome, Jeremy.
0: Hi, how are you guys?
1: Great, thank you so much for being here. It's it's really exciting to learn what you have done in the three years since graduation. Um, this past weekend, we actually just welcomed our class of 2023. So can you believe that yeah. it has been three years since uh, that was you graduating from the program?
0: it it does not seem real that it's been that long ago. It it hit me the other day and I was pretty shocked.
1: Yeah, it definitely goes by fast. Probably faster than the the 17 months in the program. So
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Um,
1: first, you know, for for our audience, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and your current role? Yeah,
0: well, um after owning a, a successful business and even selling it after 12 years of owning it, Uh, moved on to corporate business development for five years and where I was helping others realize their goals of business ownership and growing businesses. Um, And so I was asked to serve on the Riverview International Center Board um, of Directors in late 2021. So the MBA uh, actually helped get me in the door to to joining the board of directors. and when i got there uh, riverview international center is also affectionately known as the rick um, and so when i got to the rick um, i was immediately struck at how they connect with uh, new americans offer uh, services partner with other nonprofit organizations to provide basic necessities and job searches uh, for immigrants and refugees and during that time i reflected on both my time at Fisher. And uh, I started looking inward and realized, I really like what I do, but I also haven't woken up excited to go to work in the last few years. Um, and the Rick was doing an executive director search. And I just said, "How I want to give back to the community and how better a way could I do that than serving in that role. And fortunately, the uh, board of directors agreed. And so I've been in this role now for almost a year.
1: That is really great to hear, you know, and I don't know if you you knew this coming into the, to the program or if it was kind of on the horizon for you, but a lot of our students come into the executive MBA kind of having that career path in mind, uh, but also looking to serve on boards, such as, you know, yes. how you kind of started this relationship. So it's really neat to hear not only were you able to accomplish that and be a part of a board of directors and provide that insight to a to community organization, but how it led you to so much more than perhaps you initially thought
0: oh absolutely um, it that way there's been several surprises um, you get in with one mindset uh, coming from that background and you just get to meet so many people from different backgrounds and different levels of success um, and then you start seeing like oh you know what this is another way I can give back this is another way to utilize these skills and that really didn't jump out at me until uh, I was at Fisher
1: yeah, we we hear that. You know, a lot of times people are looking at going back to school and they they have in their mind, you know, okay, I need some more foundations in terms of finance or accounting or this area I need to really grow in to make a bigger difference. But then they find that there's so much more that they get out of it at the end. So let's go back to when you were considering going back to school. What made okay. you start thinking of an executive MBA? You
0: know, I had received my bachelor's degree 20 years before. And although I had owned a business and worked in that corporate realm um, and on the outside, it seems like, oh, you know, what would you need a business degree for? You just sort of feel like there's something missing. It's, you know, was as silly as it sounds and then go, well, was it luck? You know, realistically it wasn't, but was it luck that got me through here or helped with this uh, opportunity? And what I wanted to do <clears throat> was ground my business experience with actual business knowledge, business philosophy from you know renowned professors.
1: That's great. So, what stood out about Fisher's program? You know, there's executive MBA programs across the country. What really attracted you to Fisher?
0: You know, first, let's just be honest the uh, the Ohio State University prestige. Um, I wanted to be a Buckeye. Uh, I'm in the the Columbus community and how better is there to, to really be a part of that community than to go to OSU uh, and have a degree. And so, you know, to be honest though, I hate to be one of those guys that looks at rankings, but Fisher's MBA program ranks very well, especially in the region, um, public schools. I was just impressed with the MBA. And then I love research, research, research. So you start looking at it and you realize, wow, these are not, you know, just nobody professors. These are people that are known in the business world. They are heads, you know, it's a research oriented, uh, professors that are going to be teaching. It was just some of those things that you just look at and say, wow, am I going to get this if I go somewhere else? And I just felt like the, for the dollar to what we're going to get ratio. Uh, Fisher was able to provide uh, more than most um, executive MBA programs.
1: Great. That, that's great to hear. So I, I'm sure it was a little different. You know, you had probably, it had probably been some time since you were in a classroom setting. Um, you know, we tell people our executive MBA is set up very different than what you may remember as an undergrad, no, no matter where you went. Can you talk about that setting? You know, you talk about our faculty and being that prestigious university and the research you know, was that material, how was it delivered and, and was it applicable from day one or how, how did you dissect the research that they were presenting and how did that all come together for you in the classroom?
0: You know, it, it really did. Uh, I, I like using the example of when I came to the second session, you're, you're talking with everybody at breakfast or at lunch and it just seems like whether it was something from the organizational behavior or, you know, like Porter's Five Forces, uh, from Doctor Anand, it was just you start thinking, wow! Everybody was talking about how they were already putting some of the the principles we were learning into use and into practice, um, and so it really was day one, and it just kept building uh, on itself. So it we were able to pick out nuggets. You know, a doctor was able to take you know this to utilize. Um, business was able to do this. We had a veterinarian. You know, it's just so many different. Uh, different professions uh, in the program and each one just seemed like we were able to pick something out right off the bat. And then every session built on that.
1: Yeah. Let's talk about those connections you made in the classroom. You know, we strive to have that diverse set of industry background, you know, position in the company represented in the classroom. And you mentioned being able to connect with them over breakfast and lunch, which One of the main reasons we're an on-campus program, because, you know, if you're online, you don't get those types of interactions that you can digest the information, you know, as a cohort together during those times. Can you talk more about that cohort relationship um, and what you were able to build within that cohort setting?
0: You know, honestly, the networking and the connections I made at the EMBA program exceeded all expectations. Um. The caliber of people that go to um, the Fisher College of Business Executive MBA is—it's just amazing. Um, it is humbling. No matter how successful you you feel you are, there always seems to be somebody more successful in that cohort you can learn from. Um, you know the the routine chats, the small groups, the lunches, uh, breakfast, and honestly, you know the uh, the after hours. I always encourage people definitely don't just be, you know, classroom buddies meet after class. We met, my small group met at homes. We, you know, we went to eating, drinking establishments. If another group isn't doing something, you know, invite uh, that, that person or that group to go do something. And so it was, it wasn't just the four other people in my small group. I built this large network and still communicate with at least 10 people from the cohort quite regularly and honestly feel like I could call any of them up for um, question. If I, had a, if I had something that was in their field, they would definitely take my call. I, I, it's just amazing at the friendships and connections that were built at the, during that time.
1: That's, yeah, that's, that's really, and I get to experience that firsthand kind of from the outside in. And I can tell you every cohort is a little bit different, but they all build those strong connections. And I noticed, well, you know, Anna, when
0: we, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. One thing that would be something worth noting, we talk about networking and connections. Um, while I, we were going through the program, that was when I was having that. I don't, I don't know if you call it a crisis of conscience, but saying, wow, I just, I've got to, I want to find something that really not just puts money in the bank account, but makes me you know, feel good, makes me want to get up, excited to go to work. And it was actually one of the uh, connections I made in the executive MBA is how I got onto the board of directors and then the recommendation uh, for the executive director spot. I would not be in the role I am today if it wasn't for the connections I made during the executive MBA.
1: Wow. That's, that's pretty powerful to, to be able to make that direct connection. And I know when we, you know, I, I announced your accomplishment and we'll get into that in a little bit, but about being one of the, the. Five nonprofits in Columbus to watch, and I announced that on our LinkedIn page that we have for our Executive MBA alumni. And you know, to see the response not only from your cohort peers, um, but from the alumni across cohorts that support that they were offering, whether it being the likes or the comments, um, was also great to see that you know this network really spans across cohorts um and 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 beyond so let's get into kind of what you're doing now because the reason we're here is not just to get you through the program but to see what you do after the program we want to give you the fundamentals and the tools to be able to really make a difference and you're you're clearly doing that with your work so can you talk to us a little bit about you know since graduation obviously we know that you're in a new role tell me about what you're doing and how you're able to use what you learned to make that difference
0: Yeah, it was it's really unique. You're able to see how business principles span multiple industries because we're in there with so many different uh, professionals from different uh, sectors and you see how this can translate here. And I was able to take that and translate these business courses and this degree into nonprofit work and see how do we do this? It's slightly different but we mold it so that we're able to uh, provide the services we do for free Um, and so it adds that other layer of marketing and pr in order to bring money in to to provide these services that the riverview international center does
1: that's great. So yeah, I, know, I mentioned you've been named one of the top five to watch by the Columbus Foundation. Can you explain a little bit more about what that means and what you're hoping yeah. to achieve over the next year?
0: Well, first, if you don't mind, let me give you the 30-second once-over of what Riverview International Center is. Please. Um, I always love to start with our mission. And you know, the Riverview International Center empowers New American neighbors by supporting individuals, strengthening family, and nurturing community. Um, we do this through a plethora of organ, uh, programs, it includes job and resume services, benefits assistance, school and college enrollments, um, children as homework help, summer reading programs. Uh, to give you an idea, last year we provided over ten thousand four hundred services to immigrants and refugees from over 43 countries. And we did it all from our humble 585 square foot apartment uh, on Riverview Drive. Um, One of the reasons we are here is proximity to assistance is one of the biggest hindrances to getting that assistance. And Riverview Drive has, within a half mile of our office, 1600 to 1800 immigrants and refugees that puts us within walking distance and takes that transportation that proximity factor out of it Um, thinking about it if we were even a mile away we'd probably lose effectiveness by two-thirds it's the fact that you they can walk they can bring a stroller bring your kids and get that assistance uh, that the new americans need as they are moving into the united states Um, what's wonderful is we always felt great about what we do, but it's so much better when somebody else recognizes that the Columbus foundation is such a respected organization here and across the nation, um, very trusted organization. So we didn't apply for this. They, you know, Danielle and Dan just called us in January and said, Hey, you guys are, are fulfilling your mission. You are doing what you're supposed to. We want to help that growth and let others know about, uh, about what the Riverview International Center does. And so they named us one of the five nonprofits to watch. Um, and it's just been, it's a huge honor and it's, it's allowing us to be recognized. And this also allows us to let people know, um, you know, about the executive MBA program and some of our other partner organizations that we work with. Um, We don't try to be something we're not, so we partner with food pantries to do pop-up food pantries. We partner with the diaper bank to provide diapers to people on the street. Uh, We bring in other companies who do uh, English as a second language class. We try to use every dollar that we get most effectively and we believe in cooperation, not competition with our fellow nonprofits.
1: That's wonderful to hear and it's so great to to see how you've been able to really take what you learned and make a difference in so many lives and continue to grow this organization that has such an incredible mission. Um, I'd love to talk more and maybe offline and introduce you to our our other program, our Masters of Operational Excellence, um, who actually has a show, social impact project built into their program, where our students go out into the community and utilize what they're learning to help these nonprofits. So um, we I'd love to even strengthen this this partnership even further through our other Fisher programs. So what, at the end of the day, looking back and reflecting on your time and, you know, where you are now, what has been your biggest takeaway from the experience?
0: The biggest takeaways, I would say, first, it's work-life balance. So, you know, carve out time early in the mornings, later in the evenings, but try not to take up your family time uh, doing the studies don't let it all build up. Um, You know, this is an amazing program and it is built for seasoned professionals, but it also has expectations. Um, You know, so there's a lot of reading requirements, a lot of uh, using your intuition on, you know, figuring out principles and applying those principles. So don't let everything build up and say, oh, I'll just knock all the reading out and the assignments a day or two before, Um, you know, spend that, Thirty minutes, you know, in the morning or evening, and do that every day in between classes. Main, you know, don't sacrifice family time. Uh, we want to be you can accomplish both, um, you know. And I would say though, also fully immerse yourself in the program during the on-campus days. Uh, if you can stay at the Blackwell Inn, I, I don't care if you live in Columbus, stay there that bonding you're able to do downstairs, um, you know, in the lobby area with your other cohort that are staying there is second to none. Um, Go out with your small group, invite others to go out. Don't just be, you know, the eight to five, I'm in class and I'm going home. You, you're going to miss out on so much. The classes, the professors are amazing, but it's the networking, the connections the talking with others, it's really going to change your life. Uh, And finally, engage that network. Um, You know, whether they're just proofing your resume, writing a recommendation letter, answering a simple question that just happens to be in their field um, and sometimes pointing you in the right direction. And in my case, truly changing my life and going from the for-profit world to taking all of this to the nonprofit world and that all stemmed from uh fisher's executive mba
1: incredible Thank you so much. It has been an absolute pleasure to learn more about your journey and what you've been able to accomplish. And I can't wait to see this um, continue on and hear more about what you're doing throughout the year. I hope we're able to connect when um, we have the alumni event later this year, but we're just down the road. So I look forward to to touching base even before then. So thank you, Jeremy. I, I appreciate your time and all the work that you're doing for the community. And I wish you all the best.
0: Absolutely. And if I could say one more thing, um, anybody who's thinking of the program, do it. Don't wait. You know, talk to your employer about the time off. Maybe they will also even, you know, provide funds. If you're a veteran, go see the military liaison and get this paid for for free. Um, If you wait, there's, you know, there's never a good time. So let's flip that to there's never a better time to become a Buckeye. And I mean that, you know, we're always waiting, oh, maybe next year the kid will be in this grade or, oh, after I get this promotion. No, there's never a good time. There's always something that'll get in your way. Take the plunge, do it, you will not regret it.
1: On that note, thank you, Jeremy. I appreciate your time. Um, You've been an absolute great resource for anyone who's considering the program and to see what you can truly accomplish through it. So thank you.
0: Thank you.